I, I want to talk to you guys about temptation. Anybody know what temptation is? What is a temptation? What does temptation mean to you? Right. Anybody else agree? Everybody understand that? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So you guys do have that understanding. Um, in Matthew chapter number 4, verse 1 through 10, let me just read a little something to you guys because did you, know, did you guys know that even Jesus himself was tempted? Jesus himself was tempted by the devil himself. And just like you guys are young and, and temptation, every single one of us, uh, temptation comes to and it will come. And Jesus himself was tempted, and he was probably offered a lot of things that temptation offers you sometimes. Sometimes he tries to entice you with certain things. But listen at what Matthew chapter 4 says. It says, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness, so he was alone to be tempted by the devil. It says, And when he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Let me ask you guys a question. How many of you guys, if you were fasting for, let's say, five days, would be hungry? Well, he did it for 40 days. And everything that he saw almost appeared to be a food substance. You notice he said... He, wanted, he was asking him to turn these stones into bread because he was hungry. It's human nature to, you know, to when you don't eat for a certain amount of time to be hungry after. Sometimes being hungry an hour after you eat. Sometimes you can eat once and you can be hungry just in the next hour depending on your appetite. Verse 4 says, But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In verse 5, it says, Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on a pinnacle at the temple of the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Then here, verse 7, it is written, Jesus said again to him, it is written, you, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on, a, on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only. So notice in the beginning, Jesus was led up. He was led away. And sometimes temptation likes to lead you and I away. They want to lead you away from serving God. They want to lead you away from doing the right thing. They want to lead you in a way where you're all alone and you're more than likely to fall for the temptation. But I want you to notice every time temptation came to Jesus, what, is the, what, is, what did he do? Anybody? 
He resisted him. But how did he resist him? The Word of God. He used that as his defense every single time. Every single time he used the Word of God to his defense. So I want you to know this morning you will be tempted. But what do you do when you're tempted? Do you use the Word of God to your advantage? Because Jesus did every single time. He used the Word of God. But I want to help you guys to understand how you can combat temptation. The way you combat temptation is the same way that Jesus did. You speak the Word. Remember every single time He was tempted, what did He say? What did He tell the devil? Three things He said. He said, It is written. It is written. And He was simply talking about the Word of God. It is written. It is written. So He's given you a plan to escape or not fall into temptation. Temptation can be overcome. Temptation, even though you're young, guess what? Temptation can still be overcome. Even in our, in our older ages, temptation still can be overcome. We have a way to overcome temptation. The question is, is are we going to use the tools to, our, to the best of our abilities? Are we going to use the tools that's provided for us to overcome the temptation? So let me ask you something. Let me, anyone, what's one of your strongest temptations? Anybody? It's okay. I'm sorry? I'm sorry? Oh, eating too much, huh? That's basically what it is. Overeating. Anybody else? How many guys like chocolate, candy, or something like that? Some of you, and you just kind of, you, you know, you just go all in. And you just don't know when to stop. What else? Give me some other things that tempt you. What's, what are some of the things that tempt you? Does money tempt you? Go ahead. I'm sorry? Yeah, when you're tempted, you've got to have self-control. You want to have self-control, but... Um, so let me, give you a, let me give you a little scenario. So you're at work, you're working now, and you know that it's time for church, and you know that you, know, you start at a certain time, and, and they're asking you to stay overtime, because if you stay over, that means you get more what? You're more, you get more money. Will you be tempted to stay, or you, will you tell them, you know what, I have service tonight, uh, sorry. That's a temptation, because, you know, it's more money. So what are you going to do in that case? What are you going to do in that situation? What are you going to do? What would you do? Let me do something here. I'm going to put this on the floor. I'll drop that down. I'll leave that on the floor. And how many of you guys would be tempted to come and get this if I said, hey... If just looking at it now, I've just drawn your attention away from what I'm telling you, but now your attention is there, right? So let me drop another one over here. Your temptation is strong, right? Some of you guys just want to get out of your chair and go pick it up, right? What if I dropped this and I was putting it in my pocket and uh, I didn't know? What would you do? Would you be tempted to keep it? Or would you say, you know what, hey, uh, you dropped this. What would you say? So let me 
let me tell you something. You know, uh, temptation is very strong. It's very, very strong. You know, I, I've, I've found money. I've found money in baskets. I've found purses in wash houses. Really loaded with money. All types of money. I found it everywhere. And I was tempted to keep it. I was tempted to keep it. I was just tempted to keep it because, guess what? I, the money, man, it was enticing. I wanted it and I didn't have any, any way to begin with. But you know what I did? I did the right thing. I turned it in. How many of you guys would have turned it in? Nobody sees you. It's out of sight, out of mind. Nobody, you don't know who it's for. I don't know who it's for. And nobody has to know. It'll be our little secret. Nobody has to know. What would you do? I've been in that place so many times. I've been tempted to keep it. But see... I've been in a place where I go through jack-in-the-box and I give the lady $20 to pay for a meal that cost it maybe $15. And when she gives me change, she gives me $52 back. You do the math. <laughs> you do the math. Or somebody just weren't doing their job correctly. So I had two choices. I could have just kept driving off in the drive-thru and I could have said, you know what, I came up. But see, at the end of the night, when they do their, their checkout or however they do that, should have been short X amount of dollars. So now she's got to answer questions. What am I telling you? Is that when you give in to temptation, there's going to be consequences thereafter. There's always going to be Consequences for giving in to temptation. You might have a self and instant gratification at that moment, but there's always consequences later on. So how can we do what's right and how can we stay on the path that God wants us on? How can we do that? How can a young man or young woman keep his ways pure? How can we do the right thing? even though we're tempted to do the wrong thing. How can we do that? How can we just really stay on track? Let me give you ingredients for that. Guard it. Guard it. Guard it. And what I mean is guard your heart. Guard your mind. Guard your thoughts. Guard your actions. Be mindful of what, what's in front of you or what that temptation is trying to get you to do. Because it's trying to lure you and draw you out. That's what it's trying to do. And we always have to look at the Word of God and what does it say regarding whatever that situation or that temptation that we may be facing. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. And when this is how, this will help you stay on track too. It says, Here, my son, your father's instructions, everybody say instructions. And see, when you listen at instructions, you take heed to instructions. A lot of instructions are meant to keep you on track. It's meant to uh, uh, make sure that you 
do the right thing, especially when it comes to the Word of God. It says, uh, Your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. How many just love and you take every single instruction and you understand every single teaching that your parents give you? You don't understand it now, but you'll understand it later. I remember my, my grandma used to tell me so many things and I didn't understand her just like most of you. I didn't understand it at that time. But you know, as you get older, you start to say, that's what she was talking about. That's what they were talking about. That's what they were trying to keep me from. Because we don't understand it when we're younger. We have a different mindset. We have a different way of thinking. We have a different way of viewpoint of things. Right? We do. Because you know why? I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, when you're young, how many guys feel that, you know what? Um, I can do anything I want to do and accomplish what I want to do. That's, that's okay if you do. How many guys feel that way? That whatever you set your mind to, you can do. It's okay to have confidence in yourself. It's okay to have confidence in yourself. You want to be confident in, in your abilities. But when you despise or you disregard instructions, biblical instructions and teachings that your parents are trying to give you, that's when you can get into trouble. Because you've got to understand that they've lived a little longer than you. They've probably been through a little bit more than you. They probably know a little bit more than you. But you probably look at it in a different way. Is that fair to say? You view, it a little, you view it a little different, right? So let me give you some practical ways, which is my next point to purity, because we want to keep our minds pure, right? We want to keep our thoughts pure. We want to keep our minds pure and our thoughts pure, and we don't want them to be defiled. What does purity mean to you, anybody? What is purity? What does purity mean to you? Look it up on your phones. You guys got phones? Okay. Yeah, you guys got phones. It's not a a, a loaded question, but... I'm sorry? Okay. Yes. Something that's pure is clean, right? Something that's pure is what? Innocence. You know, we do carry, babies, they, they carry innocence. They don't really know nothing. So they have to be what? Taught. They have to be taught. See, we have to know your sin's struggles. And what I mean by, by knowing your sin's struggles is this. If, if something or if someone causes you to sin, what's the best thing for you to do is to stay away from it or to get away from them. That'll keep you and keep your mind and your ways pure. So you guys understand that the Bible says that Bad company corrupts good morals. Bad company corrupts good morals. And 
let me let me simplify it a little bit. Is that if you hang around with people that or that are not on the same level you are, for say, far as doing things right and they're constantly doing things wrong, most of the time they'll begin to rub off on you. And sometimes, and what happens sometimes is that you'll become just like them, opposed to them becoming like you. You ever got that? You ever met that friend that goes along with everything, whether it's right or wrong? Hopefully, you guys don't have friends that. You know, they just go along. Go along. They go along with everything, whether it's right or wrong. But I know that's not you guys. I know that's not you guys. In other words, when something like that happens, you need to stand up and be the leader. You need to stand up and speak out. You know what can help you also is seek accountability from someone you trust. When you're going through an issue... When you're struggling with temptation, you're struggling to the point where you might give in, you might sin, talk to someone that you trust. Talk to someone you, you can confide in. Talk to someone who's going to encourage you. Right? Do you have someone that you can tell? Because, you know, I've heard say, well, you know what, I want to tell you my deepest secrets. I can tell you anything and you'll encourage me. Do you have anybody that you can talk to right now? If you did, let's say if you did something wrong, who can you talk to right now to tell them? Anybody? I know most most people say their moms or dad. What do you say? You could always talk to God. He'll probably be the first one I would talk to, right? You want to talk to God. You want to tell him because you can. And guess what? He's not going to frown on you. And he's not going to look. He's not going to, uh, you know, tell you. You know what? You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. But he's going to love you. He's going to love you. Because sometimes when you do things that are wrong, sometimes you feel like a failure. Is that true? Right. Another thing that will help you and I to keep our thoughts and our ways pure is filter. Everybody say filter. What does a filter do? What does a filter do? Yeah, you back there that just turned your head. Right, filter stuff, right? So, um, you guys watch movies? You guys read books? How many guys listen to music? You guys ever listen to the lyrics and music? You guys ever look at and listen at the words in the movies? Of course you do, right? So you have to always be careful what you hear. And you always have to be careful what you see. You have to begin to filter those things out. You know, um, some of the words in these songs today, oh my gosh. They're terrible. For me, I mean, most of the time people listen at the music. But me, I listen at the music. But I also listen at the message behind the music. Because in every music... In every type of music, there's a message behind it. So when you listen to music, what's some of the messages that that, that that music artist is relaying? What are they trying to put out? What are they trying to get the hearers to catch on to or to understand? What are they trying to do? Give me some of the artists of music today. Anybody. Who's that? Taylor's lost her gift. Okay. Who else? Who's that? The 
Dominguez. Who else? Huh? I don't even. Okay. Oh, say that again, cause I, I didn't. The weekend. Oh, the weekend. Who is the weekend? What do they do? Today is the weekend, right? Yeah, today is the weekend. Give me some more. Give me some more of them. What else? Who's that? George Strait. George Strait. Wow. Okay. I'm way out there. Who else? I know you guys know more than that. Who's that? M and M. They come in a bag, right? Chocolate peanut. I'm just I'm just making fun. But what else? I know you guys know more names than that. Come on, you guys. Who's that? Common who? Who is he? I guess. What else? What other music artists are there today? Now, all of these, all of these ones you guys are naming, don't know them. LL Kuji, I know because. LL Kuji, I know, because I grew up in that time era, that time frame. Yes. I grew up in that era as well. Who's that? Two packs. Yep, him too. All right, what else? Too short. Yep, uh-huh. All those, I know. But all these new things, don't know. What else? Biggie, small. What a name, huh? Biggie, small. Think about that. I was his artist. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a lot of the guys that you guys named, to most, some of the guys, I actually went to school with some of the guys and actually grew up with some of those guys. But uh, they're old school now. But a lot of the music today is computer generated. Right? They're, they have put no work into the craft. So all they have to do is push a button. What is that, uh, that, that uh, app that you can use to make music? Download. What is that? Download. You can do that. What else? There's another one too. I'm sorry? Yeah, GarageBand. See, you don't have to really put any effort or any time to do it. There's a song that when I was growing up, and you guys might have heard this, it was a song, and it was, it was a dumb song. I call it a stupid song. Because it says, What's the matter you? Why are you looking so sad? What do you think you do? It's a not so bad. Ah, shut up of your face. Yeah, see? And then, and then at the end he says, ah, shut up of your face. Shut up of your face. They made, that was a hit song back then. It's dumb, right? What sense does it make? Right? Stupid, stupid stuff. But they, it was, it was, it was kind of clean back then. Now, music today needs to have a filter on it. Even the lyrics. Even what they say. Now, the music that they make today, can you sit down and rock out with your grandma with it? Are you going to be like, Grandma, here, take these earmuffs, put these earmuffs on, because it might get kind of... You see what I mean? Can you sit down and say, Mom and Dad, I got something to listen... I, got, I want you to listen to something with me. Right? I mean, think about that. Would, it be offend, would, would they be offended by it? Would they be like, oh, Really? Would they? So you have to think about that. This is where you have to filter these things out. Some of the movies. What's some known movies out there? What was that? What's 
some of the new movies that are out right now. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones that's an old movie. I'm, Marvel movies? Barbie. Yeah, that was a funny movie, Barbie. What was that? See, a lot of this stuff that I'm talking about now, what, it is, what it's meant to do is entice you. It's all meant to entice you. It's all meant to lure you and draw you away. You know, most of the, most of the music that you see out, that you hear now, mo- majority of these individuals, they've never experienced and they've never did anything that they're telling you that, they done, that they've done. You know, when, 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 when Snoop Dogg, I know that's an that's a old name, but it's a popular name and he's known everywhere. When he wrote his first album, he wrote it at Long Beach Poly High School. He wrote that during his senior year. He wrote that song, Murder Was a Case, and he had never had a murder case. His murder case came later on, so he wrote that before. But he never knew he was going to be facing a murder case. Sometimes they want to cater to the audience. You guys are the audience. Did you know that? This is why they, they target our young folks so much because they know that if you guys like it, most of the time if you like it, what are you going to do? Tell your parents, hey, I want to buy this, I want to do this, I want to get that. They try and hook you in. So you've got to be careful because the devil is so crafty and when he took Jesus up to the highest mountain, what did he tell him? He said, hey, He took him up and he let him oversee everything. He said, you know what? If you will bow down to me, I'll give you any and everything that you ever could want. Any and everything that you ever could want, I'll give it to you. All I want you to do is bow down and worship me. Trickery, huh? That's all I want you to do. Bow down and worship me. But see, Jesus being Jesus... He said, you know, hmm, if I do that now, what strings are attached? What's the consequence after? What is the consequence after? That's what you've got to think about. See, if anything, he wants you to fall. He wants you to give in. And when you filter things, you've got to look at it this way. You've got to ask yourself, does God approve? Does it honor God, the things that I'm listening to, the things that I'm looking at, the people that I'm hanging around with, the things that are coming out of my mouth? My mouth? Does it honor God? Will God be happy about this? So you've got to view it as this, as Jesus was sitting right next to you. If he was sitting right next to you right now, would you listen at that? Would you look at that show? Would you talk the way you talk? If he was sitting right next to you, what would you do? Would you be a little bit embarrassed? Would he be pleased with you? So this is why we have to continue to pray. Everybody say pray. And I know that's not popular. I know it's not fun. But at the same time, it helps us. It gives us wisdom and we can seek the wisdom of God through prayer. Temptation, it can be overcame and it can be overcome. 
Let me read something I wrote here. Temptation can be overcome and allow your purity to shine as you put your hope in Christ. Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be. Psalms chapter 71 verse 5, it says, You, O Lord, are my hope, my trust. O Lord, from my youth. See, when the enemy tries to knock you off or get you off track, and the world looks, you know, you, you, you guys have heard this, YOLO. What is that? You only live once. So the, the enemy says, go ahead. The world says, go ahead and do it. You only live once. Why not? See, they say, you know what? It's all right to be disrespectful to your parents. It's all right to be disrespectful to authority. It's okay. But is it really okay? See, you as young folks and young people that are in Christ, guess what? You're supposed to show the world a different view. You're supposed to shine a light. They're supposed to see you differently than the next teen that may be in the world. See, because the world looks at every young person as this young person that's wild, this young person that's out of control, this young person is just doing whatever they want to do, just running crazy. That's how the world would view our young people today. But, we, but you are a light. You should be a shining light to the world. Because what does it say? Don't let anyone despise you or look down on you because you're young. Don't let anyone say that you can't do it. Don't let the enemy say that you can't make it because you can make it. Just because you're young doesn't necessarily mean that you have to live a wild and crazy life. Just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't set an example for someone or some, some adults or someone else to follow. You are and you can be an example to your peers, to those that you come in contact with. Matthew 5, a pure living flows out of a pure heart. And this is the only possible it's only possible with God's help. Someone said, one of you guys in here said that um, you can always talk to Jesus. When you're tempted, who do you talk to? You should always talk to Jesus. You can always talk to him no matter what. James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourselves then to God. And then the rest of it says, Resist the devil and he will flee every time Jesus resisted the, de resisted the devil what did he do what did he do anybody what did he do first answer who, who wants to answer that what did he do what did, what did Jesus do when the devil came to him and tempted what did he do what what did he do he what here you go he used the word here you go You get a half because you only get you only got half. Here you go. Can I tell you guys this morning? Don't allow anything impure to enter your eyes. 
Don't allow anything impure to enter your ears. Don't allow anything impure to enter your mind. And don't use your body in an impure manner. Don't use your body in an impure manner. So what sets you apart from the world as believers in speech? One is that you don't listen or you don't use filthy language, right? Nobody here uses filthy language. You don't take, you don't use God's name in vain. That means you don't swear, right? You don't gossip or you don't slander other, other people. You don't say hurtful things to others, now do we? But what we do and we should do is we need to encourage other folks, other people, each other. And last but not least, we need to use God's word to praise God. Use God's word to praise God. Give God praise today. Give God a hand clap of praise today. Let's bow our heads just for a moment and let's close our eyes today. I just gave you guys just a few pointers on temptation. But not only did I give you guys a few pointers on temptation, but I also gave you guys pointers on being pure and keeping your mind and your heart pure before God. And this morning you might be in this place right now. I know you're young. But the Bible says, don't allow anyone to look down on you because you're young. Set an example. Set an example for those that may be watching you. Set an example. Your young brothers, sisters, or siblings may be watching you. Set an example for them. Set an example for them so that when they get your age, they can be an example to their friends and so forth and so on. Set an example what it means to serve God wholeheartedly. Be pure in your speech. Show them how to filter out those things that they see. Filter out that those things that they see that may be not pleasing to God. You can set that example.